Welcome back to this emergency podcast. This episode is brought to you by our friends over at Loan Factory and Billy Nguyen. Check out Billy at LoanFactory.com. He has about 15 years of experience in helping finance and refinance homes. And he has a team of brokers um, that use up to 40 different lenders. They submit to all of them to get you the best rates. And if they, if one of them doesn't give you a good rate, they'll just move on to the next one. And Loan Factory will make sure that you get approved and then you get the best rate possible, especially during this time when mortgage rates uh, are at an all-time low. So check out Loan Factory at facebook.com slash loanfactoryhq or their website, loanfactory.com. But before you do that, please contact Billy first directly. His phone number is 469-585-4498. He has the branch in the Dallas area, but uh, just to make sure that he is your agent, you have to contact him before you do any kind of applications on their website. Once again, his phone number is 469-585-4498. All six pennies here have refinanced our homes through Loan Factory. So, um, you know, straight from us, they they do a great job. They get us the best rates. Make sure to contact Billy Nguyen at Loan Factory. Once again, his number is 469-585-4498. Mock, Mock, are you, are you alive? Are you okay? I'm good. How are you, man? Oh, you're good. I am. I am doing great, man. <laughs> yeah. Today is an awesome day. It it really is. It really wow. is. Wow, you you've come full circle. Uh, we're of course talking about the James Harden trade. Just broken the news. Uh, broken news. The news has just been broken by by Shams and by Woj uh, about an hour ago. Um, and it's it's James Harden finally out of here. I, I know, Mock, you have not been a huge, huge fan of Harden uh, for several years. You have been a, a pretty strong supporter over the years, though, um, at least until recently. So I've been a defender. What are your... I've, I've always defended him. Uh, oh, so not supporting, defending. Okay. Yeah, supporting in the fact that, you know, he wears my team's jersey, or he did. Um, but yeah, yeah, I feel like I, this I is a new day. Like, we can, we can watch... We can watch the NBA again. We can watch our Rockets. I am so excited to watch the NBA again. That That is great news. Let's break down the trade first. It is a trade to the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, that's all we heard. That's all we saw for like, I don't know, seven or eight minutes. All it said was that uh, Harden was going to the Nets. And, and on the internet, Twitter was going crazy because we didn't know what that meant. Who were we getting back? What were we getting back? Turned out to be a bounty of picks and then uh, slowly... Uh, trickled out that there are more teams involved, more players involved. So here's the final haul. The Rockets get Victor Oladipo from the Indiana Pacers. He has an expiring contract, by the way. Uh, Dante Exum, uh, Rodion's Curex. I guess those are kind of some throw-ins, possibly with some potential still. Uh, and then three first-rounders from the Brooklyn Nets in 22, 24, and 26, uh, as well as a um, Milwaukee first rounder um, in 2022 that is unprotected and then four additional pick swaps with Brooklyn 21 23 25 27 I think those are unprotected too yeah. so we have Brooklyn's entire future for the next seven years it's basically what they did with the Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett trade um, when was that 10 less than 10 years ago so they're, they're doing it again but that's what the Rockets get. The Nets just get James Harden. That's it. But that's that's pretty good for an MVP uh, and a, a you know the the best scorer on the planet probably uh, right next to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. The Pacers who traded Victor Oladipo and his expiring contracts. They're getting Karis LeVert, who has I think a couple of years left. Probably pretty underrated. They also snag a second rounder in the deal. And then the Cavs. Um, just for being a part of it, for tossing in that first rounder. I think it's a Milwaukee first rounder that they had. They get Jared Allen and Torian Prince. So pretty nice job by the Cavs to pick up those guys just to be a part of the deal. 
Okay, so Mock, that's the breakdown of the deal. I, I know we had talked about the Nets before. We had talked about the Dinwiddie Lavert uh, Allen package. We also mentioned, um, you know, the the big fish that I wanted, which was Ben Simmons in a Sixers trade. So, how do you feel about the haul that we got? There were a lot of reactions. Uh, you're right. It, it kind of came in pieces from uh, from Woj and Shams. Uh, I guess first reaction, I'm I'm I say I pr- I'm relatively high on Karis Levert. Like I, I've watched him play a lot, especially the last couple of years for fantasy purposes. Uh, I so I feel like I'm higher on him than most, but at the same time, I don't think he's good enough to be the primary. Uh, you know, player in a package deal for like a James Harden type. So first reaction when we, when, you know, we found out that it was Karis Levert, I was a little disappointed. I'd say that. What about you? Um, Sorry. You said you were a little disappointed at first? At first, if it, for Karis Levert, uh, I'm much higher on Oladipo, uh, even though he is on an expiring deal. Uh, Yes, I I definitely agree. Um, Lavert is a guy who is probably a great um, third option, probably a third option, yeah. possibly on a championship team at some point. So he he probably could have grown into it with uh, with Kyrie and Durant. Maybe not the best fit, but just that kind of a player. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, Oladipo, I am psyched about. I, I know he is coming off an injury a, mm-hmm. a year for you know over a year and was not himself towards the end of last year. But uh, I am really happy to get him. I am ready to extend him. If we can, I don't know if yeah. that's allowed. Uh, obviously not for the max, but if we can get a, a pretty solid price for Oladipo, I've always been a fan of his, and I think that's a, a pretty solid uh, player to get. But but really, it's all about the draft picks, right? It is. It is. Uh, I mean, Oladipo is huge. Uh, I think that kind of changed the whole perspective for me. I aside from his what he brings to the game, he's he's actually one of my favorite players, like top ten at least. Uh, so it, it's nice being able to root for someone on the team specifically again. Um, but yeah, the picks the picks are interesting because, I mean, as we all know by now, like things can change in a hurry uh, in this league. So I, I guess it all depends. I'm, you mentioned the Nets did this very similar thing 10, a decade ago. Uh, but at that time, you know, they didn't have Kevin Durant. Uh, but at the same time, this is Durant's first, technically first uh, first playing season in in Brooklyn, and and he I think he's on a one or two year deal. So, um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially with what Kyrie has been doing lately. I'm, I mean, I don't know. The Nets now have Kyrie, who's going to birthday parties, and James Harden, who's going to strip clubs. So I, I don't even know if these two guys are going to be able to play with Kevin Durant. That's problem number one. Uh, the other problem is kind of the um, the question that people always have about not enough uh, basketballs to play with for three guys that are completely ball dominant. Like I, I, it's hard to imagine what it's going to look like with um, Harden kind of dribbling around and, and Kyrie dancing around and kind of taking turns there and just passing to K, uh, KD who's just going to, I don't know, just, just shoot a jumper. I, it, it's confusing, but at the same time they are, you know, two of the what seven, six best players in the world, five best yeah. players in the world. And then another top, I don't know, depending how you feel about Kyrie, top 15 or 20 player. That yeah. is incredible. They are instantly contenders in the East. If they weren't already, they might be the favorites. Are they the favorites? Uh, I th- I'm going to put them as the favorites. Uh, I'm not as high on the other teams right now. 
Um, but I mean, the there's only one ball argument. I feel like I feel like great players, and and I guess I'm kind of stretching the term here, but you know, great players like these three, like they they can figure it out. Just like you know, Harden and CP3, those were the same comments and questions that were coming out when we traded for CP3. Uh, yeah, I mean that's only two guys though. This the, this is going to be tough. It's going to be a tough fit, especially in a shortened season with only I don't know what forty five fifty games left. Mm. Um, and and again, like I, I don't know how much they're all going to be able to play, to play together if there continues to be these types of um, issues with compliance and with um, COVID outbreaks among teams. Like it's going to be a really difficult uh, time for for the Nets. Who's the who's the Nets coach? Steve Nash. Oh, Steve Nash and Mike D'Antoni back with yeah. James Harden. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's let's take a really quick break and talk to you about another sponsor of ours, and that's Analytics Capper. Oh, boy. You, you better watch out with Analytics Capper because today, probably tomorrow, there are going to be all sorts of players on the move. There are going to be some great bets to make. So check out Analytics Capper to find out who you should be betting on to make some money. Uh, we have sports betting becoming legal across so many states. You have sports betting websites all over the place. And so check out Analytics Capper. That's their website, analyticscapper.com. They have the same Twitter handle. And you can sign up for their daily plans, their weekly or monthly subscription packages. Um, and sometimes they have free plays out there to make sure that you can take advantage and uh, get your money's worth when you're trying to place a bet. And especially uh, you're, you know, during this time with the NBA season kind of going crazy with uh, players sitting out and now players being traded, um, there's there's going to be some some good bets to make. So check out Analytics Capper once again. That's analyticscapper.com with the same Twitter handle, like an like a handy capper. And um, yep, check them out. Okay, so um, w- we talked a little bit about you know the, the Nets and and where they're headed, like their chances. They they look really good. Do you think that they have enough to beat um, the favorite, which is probably the Lakers or the Clippers in the West? Oh wow, I wasn't even thinking about the West yet. Um... Let's just let's just assume that they're going to do you know incredible things there. It would be great. I think right? so. I mean, I, I think it's I think this year is kind of like last year. Uh, I think it's pretty wide open. Uh, we don't have like a super team to really fear like we did in the past. I mean, Lakers are looking decent, uh, just like they were last year. They're looking uh, great. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we'll we'll kind of see. At this point, the season in general seems more in jeopardy than than anything else. Yep. Um, okay, so going back to the Rockets, I mean, this is this is the you know our team. And uh, now we have now we have what, what do we have? We have John Wall, Victor Oladipo, we have Christian Wood, uh, PJ Tucker still around, right? Yeah. And Demarcus Cousins right now. Is, yeah. is getting into fights. Who who else is on the team? Is there anybody noteworthy? Like, are y'all just about Christian Wood right now? Uh, I mean, my favorite guy on the team is actually uh, David Nwaba. The okay, yeah. yeah, 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 really solid defender. Um, I, and, I wouldn't know. Uh, I haven't got watched. Jayshon- we got Jayshon Tate. He's a promising undrafted rookie. Never heard of him. Um, okay. <laughs> it's all about the future at this point. Like, what else should we do? Should we try to... So it sounds like it sounds like you, you like Oladipo, so you see I him do, in the yeah. long-term plans. So um, I guess that was going to be my question, though. Like, is it worth it to try to sign him long-term, or should we just try to flip him for even more picks? Like, like do we completely blow this thing up? Huh. It's a it's a tough question. I haven't really thought about it, but um, Oladipo is what like maybe twenty nine. 
He's definitely twenties, yeah. And John and John Wall is like over thirty, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, so Oladipo is twenty eight. John Wall is thirty. I mean, we can't I, do anything with John Wall, like. No, no, we absolutely can't. But I, I'm just trying to think of like wh- what is our short term future with these guys? Like, if we're thinking about three years and trying to be in the playoffs a couple times, then sure, we, we can probably run with them. I, I actually like seeing John Wall highlights. I, I don't really know if I would enjoy watching him real time for the whole game, but it's fun kind of <laughs> seeing somebody like that on our team. Um, obviously, you would you would rather it be Westbrook, but um, I think that uh, we we should give it some time to see how Oladipo can play with Wall. Um, and you know, see where this goes. I mean, Christian Wood looks like a, a keeper. He looks like he's yeah. he's a great player to to go with. Um, you know, guards like that. So why don't we just see what happens? I don't think we are in a rush to extend Oladipo. I mean, we can still uh, re-sign him later um, in the off season. Yeah, but I mean, with him being an expiring, like we essentially have a month right before. I don't. The, I don't think he has. I don't think he has trade value anyway. He seems like he was so? kind of a. I mean, he's, expiring though, because of the expiring. Oh, you mean if somebody's just trying to uh, dump salary, they make a deep run in the playoffs. Oh, oh. Uh, I, I guess I, I haven't thought about who else would want him. Like, who's what's a team that would go for Victor Oladipo? The Lakers. Uh, Lakers. Lakers I think Heat, Heat have been thrown around a little why bit. Would the Heat, why would the Heat need Victor Oladipo? They have, they have Dragic. Hero, Duncan Robinson, and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, but Depot, I feel like, brings a different level of scoring punch that those what would guys that, What would the trade be? Uh, like younger guys or, or, and, and or picks. Probably picks more than, more than likely. I mean, yeah, if, if the Heat could do it and, and not have to give up any of the guys I mentioned or Bam, then maybe. Or then I guess, yes. Um. Yeah, I don't know if if it means more picks. Um, I I'd rather just um, try it out with Oladipo. I'd rather have him for a couple more years. He's only twenty eight. I, I thought he looked decent, right? Right when he came back from injury, and then he was um, and then really not so good. good. Yeah, and then yeah, he was good for I'm a not little sure bit. What's after, yeah. yeah, I think it was in the. I mean, the bubble. I don't think he even played, right? He did not. I don't think yeah. so. I don't know. Um, either way, I'm feeling pretty good about this. Uh, one, because I, I don't like James Harden. I have not for several years. Um, I think since he got blocked by Manu Ginobili three years ago. Maybe that was before. the moment. I also that was kind of... Uh, I, I definitely remember us podcasting about that immediately <laughs> afterwards. And I said, trade him. And you guys thought I was crazy. Uh, and the the year after, I, I'm sure I said the same thing. I've I've floated many possibilities for you know, young guys to get for him. And, you know, we've, we've never been able to do it. And we still haven't. We still didn't do it. But I, I'm pretty happy with the fact that we have an entire team's future, especially because we gave up a lot of our future for, for Westbrook um, just recently. Yeah, it's it's a tough call. Like, I even before, I, I know a lot of your trade requests for him were, were kind of venting uh, in, in anger and disappointment for playoff failures. But... I, for me, it always came down to value. Like, like, I'm I'm fine with trading him away. Like, I don't love him. I don't. I'm not gonna follow him to wherever he goes. Like, I'm not gonna suddenly watch the Nets now because he's there. You know, but at the same time, like, I I feel like it's so hard, especially for a player of that caliber. We're talking about a top five player in the league to get proper value back. Um, in this case, I mean, I know first round picks are, are just this faceless enigma. So. Uh, it, we're we're kind of have 
going to kind of have to wait and see how those picks turn out. But on paper, I think this is almost as kind of as good as it gets in, in terms of a trade package for him. Um, it, it's absolutely as good as it gets, especially given the past couple weeks and how he has tanked his trade value. Um, do you know how old Kevin Durant is? Uh, I would guess like 32. He is 32, and James Harden is 31. These these guys are not young. You know, like if they were 29, that would be a different mm. story. But, you know, how many prime years are there left for both of these guys? Three, maybe? I think there's more, man. Like the prime... They, they, they have games that that can transfer for a while. We're not talking about like you know Steve Francis or or uh, someone that really needs their explosion. Like Durant will just Durant's seven feet tall. He can just shoot over people for the rest of his career. I, I mean, there are a lot of guys like that who we would think that's the case. Whether it's um, Carmelo Anthony or not Chris ba- Chris Bosh because he had a heart condition. But you know, there's guys who you think are going to last quite a while and mm-hmm. sure they can still be playing but you know another injury hits or um you know you lose a little bit here and there like 35 yeah. we, we think of lebron james as like oh yeah he can keep doing it forever he is the only guy who can do <laughs> it forever yeah. he's the only person who is 36 37 years yeah. old who is performing at this kind of level like I, I don't the know exception. you're right yeah yeah I, I i don't know that there are any other players that go beyond 35 in in their prime at this point Chris Paul's pretty good, right? But if it was, let's say, uh, Chris Paul's kind of decline, is that good enough for the Nets, for both Durant and Harden? I'm just interested to see if Durant's going to retire as a Net. You know, like, that's that's where all of those picks and those pick swaps really come in, right? Like, I think, yeah. I think this is the last year on his deal, technically. I think he signed a two-year deal. The first year here is out the... Uh, recovering from uh, from the Achilles, this is three. three okay. I I don't know, but regardless, like let let even if we assume that he continued on, it, I, I just feel like the cap for both of these guys is like three years. It's a three year window yeah. to good be call. good or to want out, and it could be yeah. sooner. And if that's the case, we have a twenty twenty two pick, which is next year. That doesn't help. Twenty four is is interesting. 24, 25, 26, 27 look pretty good. Twenty five, twenty seven <laughs> swaps and a twenty six pick straight from them. Like those look really, really good. So <laughs> it's so but, crazy to think about that far in the future. Like we're I gonna be that. like forty years old, slowly oh, trying boy. to figure out these pick swaps. All right. Well, any closing thoughts? Uh, what was your favorite memory of? James Harden in a Rockets uniform. Oh boy. Um, it, I, I don't know. <laughs> it, I, I mean, the, I think the, sadly, the first game that James Harden was a Rocket. Do you remember? That's that? exactly what I was gonna say. First game against I, the Pistons. I, was it like th- thirty-five and like twelve or something? And everyone was yeah. like, "Oh my God, look at this guy! He's incredible!" And I was like, "Wow, we really got a steal!" Like Daryl Morey did it. This was like the move. I mean, it brought it brought us big players. It brought us Dwight Howard and Chris Paul at some point, which we were never able to do before that. So almost Chris Bosh, right? Um, but yeah, that, yeah. That, that was, first that game, I remember Jeremy Lin brought the ball off the court, and uh, James Harden actually made a backdoor cut for a dunk. And that moment, I was like, oh man, this Daryl Morey. That I think. I mean, I already loved more before that, but that moment I think 
solidified him in in my mind forever. Um, and and I mean to his credit, James Harden he he did add something incredible to his offensive game every single year, which which is yeah. rare. Um, and Absolutely. and I think other than that first game, uh, probably the other highlight that comes to mind for me is when he dunked all over Draymond uh, in twenty. Yes. I guess that would be 2018, the the forbidden year or the year we don't like to think about anymore. Yeah, there was also that regular season game, like one of the first games of the year, maybe the first game of the year where he hit that three. Um, yeah, that was, that was the, the next year. Game. That was the next year. That was 2019, yeah. I believe. Nice, yeah. nice moments, but I can't really think of any others, which is really sad for a guy that has been, you know, the yeah. franchise for eight, for eight years. Yeah, that's true. So, okay, well, we have some hope here in Houston. Um, I, sadly, Deshaun Watson might be next. I, I don't want to do a podcast. Oh, gosh. That would be really sad. But thank you guys for joining Six Pennies Podcast. As always, let us know your thoughts in the comments. Uh, give us a like and a review on iTunes. And thank you for listening.